reading from the epistle to the Philippians, chapter 4, beginning with verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, beloved, whatever is true, Whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, or if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Keep on doing the things that you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, and the God of peace will be with you. The Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You guys remember way back when uh, the fitness craze of the 80s was going on, and it's still going on, and it didn't catch on with me too good. I have been going to the gym and pumping weights and treadmilling and stuff. I'm a little stiff today from all that. But um, there was this guy named Jake, and he was selling all these products that had Body by Jake on them. Y'all remember that? I used to think I was going to get me a T-shirt that said Body by China. <laughs> Body by Chinese food, get that? That's funny. Y'all laugh at that. And I would tell you that it's, oh, it's not the food that makes me happy, but that's just a lie. Chinese food makes me happy. I don't know why that is. And you know, the little cookie makes me happy. With the little fortune in it. Y'all like opening fortune cookies? One time, Leanne and I were at the fortune, at the fortune cookie place. We were at the Chinese restaurant. And they brought us a fortune cookies, and they set them down in front of us. And Leanne said, no, Daddy, not that one. You always get the wrong one. Yours are horrible. Get this one. And she handed me the other one. And I opened it, and I don't remember what it said, but it was awesome. It was like something that could have been right out of the book of Psalms somewhere. That just, it was just terrific. And we kept them, but we lost them somewhere. And Leanne opened hers, and it said, you picked the wrong one. And that was so funny because she had told me, you always pick the wrong one. Well, this week, I picked the right one. I picked the right one. I got a fortune cookie that said this. It said, now and then, it's good to pause in our pursuit of happiness and just be happy. I took a picture of that one because apparently I can't keep up with the little slips of paper. But I took a picture of that. Now and then... It's good to pause in our pursuit of happiness and just be happy. I thought about that. You know, we're told by the framers of our nation that our inalienable rights are to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, right? And I thought about that little dog that chases his tail looking for happiness and he's never going to catch it. And I realized that chasing happiness is just like that. Haven't you ever had somebody say something to you, well, you're happy now, but wait till tomorrow? Or have you ever had that experience? You look around and say, man, things are going great. And then a couple days later, you wish you hadn't said that. Life has a fabulous way of creeping up on us and biting us in the little happy tail, doesn't it? 
Happiness can be fleeting at best. Happiness is really hard to define. One psychologist says this. He says, happiness is nothing more than having more positive emotions than negative emotions. That sounds right. Abraham Lincoln said most people are happy as they make up their minds to be. That's probably true also. Psychology today says that not everyone is born with a sunny disposition. (laughs) Y'all not laughing. All y'all have sunny dispositions? All y'all morning people? I'm I'm an after 10 o'clock person. But it says that we can all learn how to bring more meaning and satisfaction into our lives and learn to be happy. CNN says that we spend $550 million a year on self-help books. And get this, $1 billion a year on motivational speakers. That's shocking, isn't it? Apparently we do, we do chase after happiness. One of the leading researchers in positive psychology said this about happiness. It has three parts. Pleasure, engagement, and meaning. Pleasure is the feel-good part of happiness. Engagement refers to living a good life of work, of family, friends, and hobbies. And meaning refers to using our strengths to contribute to a larger purpose. Seligman says that all three are important, but the two that are most important are engagement and meaning. Actually living your life. Not sitting around watching it happen, but actually being involved in life. And then being involved in something besides yourself. He says those two things will bring happiness. I think Paul is saying the same thing. Engagement and meaning make the most of life. They make the most difference for us in order for us to have a happy life. And happiness happens as we're content. As we learn to be content with life. And not to feel like we have to fill our day with something new every single moment. Or have something new. Or have more and more of whatever TV commercials say we're to have more and more of. That being content is related to being at peace with who we are and who it is that we belong to. Being at peace, according to Paul, is being at prayer. And constant thanksgiving to God. Happiness is related to peace. Happiness is related to contentment. As a matter of fact, the Coca-Cola company has a subsection on their website called happiness. Now they want you to believe that a Coke will make you happy. But what they say is that modern science says that happiness comes as we learn to be content and have joy in our life. That's what Coke says about happiness. It's also what Paul said. As we learn to be content with who we are in Christ, that Christ has made us His own, he said in Philippians. Christ has made us His own. We are not citizens of any other world, but citizens of heaven. And we wait for Him to come back and bring our salvation with Him, Paul says. And for that reason, we can stand firm no matter what comes against us. No matter what sort of depressive moment or hurt comes against us, we can stand firm in knowing that we belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. 
And because of that, we can accept the word that the Lord is near and not far away. And he says, if the Lord is near to us, why should we be anxious about anything? If the Lord is near to us, why should we pour ourselves into anxiety? He says instead, pour yourself into prayer. Share with God your anxieties and give God thanks for who God is. Especially when you recognize that you're not God. Anxiety is nothing more than our recognition that we're not in control. That's all it is. Anxiety is our acknowledgement that we are not God Almighty. But we know who is. And according to Paul, He's purchased us for Himself. He's claimed us and made us His own. If we'll turn to Him with prayer and thanksgiving, a peace that passes all understanding will be ours in Christ Jesus. I'm not making that up. That's in the book. That's the message to us today from God. If we'll put our trust in Him, we will be at peace. No matter what comes. And as Coca-Cola told us, contentment, peace is at the heart of happiness. There is a habit that brings peace. There is a habit that brings happiness to the human heart. That habit is being in constant relationship with God. We call it prayer. Presenting ourselves, our anxieties, our problems, and dear ones, our thanks to God. There's a song out there. I wish I could quote the whole thing to you. I thought I had it, but it's just not there right this moment. But one part of it says, clap your hands if you feel, right? Y'all know that little feral guy? Anybody want to volunteer to sing it? It would be helpful. (laughs) But at any rate, he says, clap your hands if you feel like a room without a what? Like a room without a roof. I'd like to feel like a room without a roof every day, wouldn't you? Here's the truth, dear ones. If we spend as much time giving God thanks for all that God is to us and for us as we do complaining about our lives we would feel like rooms without a roof. That's a promise. Paul says that if we fill our lives with prayer and thanksgiving, the peace without understanding, a peace that's beyond the ability of human mind to understand, that that peace will guard our heart. Not just be in our heart, but guard our heart against hurt, guard our heart against fear, and guard our heart against anxieties over all of the hardships of life that that fear will guard our hearts and our minds, not just for any sake, but in Christ Jesus. That will happen. And so He encourages us to think about good things, to think about the good things in life, to think about all the wonderful things that God puts in our life, all the things that are excellent and honorable, all the things that are just, all the people who are helping people, all the people who are being who God made us to be. 
all of those people around you who are speaking good words to you, people who are loving you, people who are doing things for you that you didn't ask for, people who give you the courage to be yourself when you need to be the person that they need you to be, to be supportive, to be loving, to be hopeful, to be positive, to be a person that thanks God for who God is. And in the moments we do that, we'll be happy. The habit of peace is giving thanks to God for who God is and because God has claimed us. In this moment, Mike and Debbie Roberts are coming forward to do just that, to give thanks to God for who God is, for claiming them, and for bringing us, them to us and us to them as well. They come to join themselves to our congregation. They also ask to reaffirm their faith. If you would like to come today and stand with them and recommit your life to Christ, you are invited to come. If you would like to affirm your baptismal covenant as they reaffirm their faith and answer those questions with I do's and I will's, you can answer from the pew and God will hear. I invite you today to recommit yourself to the more excellent way, the way of Christ, the way of peace. To leave behind complaining and whining and take up prayer and thanksgiving.